In the motion picture industry, the star vehicle is a tale as old as time, a way to take a bankable star and rake the public for some extra cashola before they move on to a newer make and model. We know referring to human actors as objects isn't great, but we do love a solid star vehicle. When was the last time you said no to an Angelina Jolie movie? Um, never. Do we care about plot and solid writing? Nope. Not when Julia Roberts graces our screen. So, we're watching movies the way your mom watches them. We are asking a lot of questions we'll never have the answers to, but we're keeping our eyes peeled for the stars. Movie critics, we are not. But that won't stop us from preserving this sacred art form. Join us each week as we recap, reframe, and sometimes rewrite your favorite star vehicle. We're at the mercy of big tech. Mercy of big tech. That's true. Across the board. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. At the mercy of big tech. <laughs> that's a statement that I thought I, I knew what it meant. And now I'm like, that's kind of vague. <laughs> big tech. Right. Hmm. It, it becomes an excuse for, for maybe not doing your best work online. There, I there we go. I think that's, that's really a, what it is. It's a really nice blanket statement. Oh, big tech. Big tech got me again. <laughs> got me again. I truly don't know what it means. I have yeah. no idea. What's big tech? You started Facebook? You started a, um, a pretty um, heated conversation on yeah, big I'm not tech. Ready. <laughs> I'm not ready for that right now. <laughs> Neither of us are ready. We can't. We can't. You're Mrs. Fields dig? Oh my God, should we air that on here? I don't want to be shitty um, on air. <laughs> but you were right. People didn't take the prompt seriously. <laughs> but maybe I didn't ask it correctly. You put out the call, but you didn't get the right response. Yeah. So guys, yesterday on Instagram, I posted a photo of a Mrs. Fields cookie in stores and I wrote name a batter bitch or something. And I got shown up real quick. Real Everyone quick. was like, Immediately, someone was like, Auntie Anne's. I was like, fuck. Yeah. That is better. That's the right answer. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember from college years, Aunt Butchie? <laughs> Do you remember that? That's okay. That is a real a real sandwich. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. It might sound like I'm being insensitive. I'm remember, I, I know there was, <laughs> there was one location in the Staten Island Ferry Terminal. Yes, that's, that was it. Aunt Butchie's. <laughs> That was her. She's probably more iconic than Name Mrs. a batter bitch, Aunt Butchie. Than Mrs. Fields. <laughs> we had a field day with that one. We were like, what? This is I a real business name? I wonder if it's still open. I actually, I don't know if it's still open. I, I didn't think it would still be there. And I think recently <laughs> it, I went and it's still there. I'm like, damn, what is I she I mean, sell? it's a great location because there's no, there's no other competitive business in the terminal. So yes, you're exactly at the right. mercy like, of yeah. Aunt Butchie's. Mm-hmm. You have no choice <laughs> but to, to tackle a Butchie sandwich. <laughs> it's, a, it's literally like an airplane sandwich, an airport sandwich. Yeah, it's like Hudson News of, yeah. of the Staten Island Ferry. I um, bought a sandwich um, in June flying back. <laughs> in June. I no, I have to bring this up because because we have to play a tiny little guessing game and then we're gonna get into the pot. Oh, okay. How much did I spend on a turkey cheese? I you have you're thirteen forty nine. Higher. You're gonna die. 
You're going to fucking die. 1650. Go up. What? 1925. It was like, it was 18 and change. Don't you want to die? I was like, I want to kill myself right now. In an airport? In an air. I almost returned it. I was like, can I, can I bring this back? This woman saw me sizing up the sandwiches and she was an excellent salesperson. And she was like, my sandwiches are really good. They're really fresh. You're going to want that. Yeah. And she really got me because I was like, yeah, you don't really want to be on a plane starving. I kind of hate that feeling. You feel really sick. Yeah. And then you're trapped. Especially now, like airplanes, I mean, they've been on a decline in terms of service for a very long time. But now during the pandemic, it's been the ultimate excuse not to serve food. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they serve you two bis- Biscoff cookies, and I'm like, fuck, man. And that's it. That's it. And I didn't. And the kicker is, I didn't even eat the sandwich, the eighteen dollars sandwich. I wasn't hungry. No, <laughs> I just didn't want to be stuck on a plane, very hungry. So I bought yeah, it. If you didn't have the sandwich, you would have been you would have been, been starving, starving out of your mind. You just want it's more like a like a like a safety blanket. It, yeah, it was a it was a total comfort blanket. And this woman, she really knew how to prey on my like. <laughs> She really fears. knew how to prey on my fears. She was like, mm-hmm, you're going to want that. And I was like, oh. I wonder she if like, every day she wakes up and she thinks, what price can I sell these ham and cheese sandwiches for today? If I, I sold it for $18.25 yesterday, I bet I can get $18.50 today. She could raise it a buck a day and no one would call. <laughs> no one would call ball. They'd be like, mm-hmm, that's the price. Yeah, especially since you don't have repeat customers. True. Also, I'm, like, I'm never going back there. <laughs> you say that, but it doesn't affect her business model. She for knows, Thanksgiving. She knows that. She knows that already. It doesn't affect her business model. For Thanksgiving, I'm like, mmm, turkey I'm, cranberry. How much? 25? <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, she's like, this is a seasonal product. I almost like, it like took my breath away when I looked at their seat. I was like, <gasps> she was like, I know, I know, but they're good. They're fresh. I took you one from the back. I'm like, okay, Wow. Yeah. Ma- mask is like falling below her mouth. I'm like, okay, <laughs> thanks, thanks, babe. And there's just a certain level of confrontation that you just can't do in airports. So it's like you have to keep your cool at all costs. So it's like, better oh. to just to just accept it and move on than to cause a scene in the terminal. And accept and move on, I did. I was like, thank thank you. Thank you so much for my eighteen dollar sandwich. <laughs> I want to go die now. Yeah. I think it came with a bag of chips. Oh, well, also... that, that changes things. Yeah. So the sandwich was like thirteen fifty. <laughs> chips are five. <laughs> the deal. Good, good markup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's up, you guys? Welcome back. Steven and Chanel. Chilling. We tackled another Halloween-y, like, vibey movie this week. Autum- it's more autumnal. Autumnal, that's a good word. Halloween mm-hmm. light. It's barely Halloween. Oh, no, barely. It's more seasonal. I mean, in that witches are definitely associated with Halloween, this was a good choice, right? Come right. on. I think that I think that as society, we like to lump witches yeah. in with Halloween. But I think this movie is arguing, no, they're they more, are, they're, they have more broad appeal to- They're multi-seasonal beings. They exist- yeah, they're sort of like those like those three-season rooms that people have. I don't know what season you're not supposed to use the room for, but they're sort of like that. They're good for a, a large portion of the year. Yeah, this movie definitely will have you believing that they, they live among us. 
your friends, your family, your neighbors, witches. I mean, there's warm weather scenes. There's cold weather scenes. There's mm-hmm. spring, fall. We cover a lot of time in this yeah. movie. Multiple years, even. Yeah. yeah, so this week we covered Practical Magic. Don't know about you. I have never seen this before. Have you? I had seen it before, but okay, I did not remember the, not even a moment. the plot. And if I did see this... There might not be a plot. (laughs) Well, there's not... You're right. There is not a singular plot. There are 19 plots. But this, I think, definitely hits you differently as an adult. Okay. Yeah. I wish I'd seen it younger because I could see that. I think younger, I'd be like, mmm, fun. And then as an adult, I'm like, I think it's fun if you're a kid. But I think as an adult, it's kind of like, mmm. It's dark. It's scary. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah, it's sad. But um, you don't like being scared, so... I don't like being scared, which is why I really liked this movie. Yeah, this was fine. Because it's not scary. Yep, yep. At all. Agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we do have some housekeeping. We said we, if you leave <laughs> us a five-star review and write to us, we will read your review on air. So we are not liars. No. We are holding true on that promise. So I'll read our latest five-star comment, and then we can get into it. Yeah, you have, to, you have to read them on Apple Podcasts. That's where we aggregate this information. Mm-hmm. This is sort mm-hmm. of like, you know, it's like in school, it's like you have to put your name on the paper, otherwise the teacher isn't going to grade it. So you have to put it in the right spot. Yeah, you have to put it where we're going to see it. We're not going to go looking. Yeah. We're busy people. <laughs> to your personal blog or whatever, you have to put it here. Yeah, don't Google review it. I don't know if you could. I don't want to see like an Instagram story. No. Like, no, no, no. Put it where it belongs, yeah. please. Yeah. Everything has a place. We really, we take this very seriously. All right. This one was very so, nice. And so sun, specific. Oh. oh, I love it. I know. Um, sun Odavius writes, subject line, great show, exclamation point, <laughs> five stars. Is that five or six? One, two, three. Four. It's five. Okay. <laughs> Standard five. Standard five. Me thinking they, like, hacked the system for a six. No, no, no. Chanel, Mun is the day. It was Monday. Oh, my God. No, I wrote The name is... Odavius. Yeah, not... (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I do see, because I see in the one next to it, it says October 9th, 2021, and then the the person's name under it. Okay. I was like, that's a really, why would they hit enter between their name? (laughs) Yeah, they tab down. (laughs) Hey, son Odavius. Okay. Odavius writes, the Halloween 2018 episode compelled me to do a rewatch of this excellent film. Both of you had great analysis that helped me clear up some questions (laughs) lingering in my mind since I first watched this movie. I didn't even know we were capable of doing that. Oh my God, I know. Clearing up questions. Good for us. Maybe just threw awesome. them out because just got too frustrated. Okay, go ahead. Um, oh no, I like can't get the full review. What's wrong with Okay, me? I'll read the rest. You read it because I can't find the full it says, review. It's like cutting it off. Both of you had great analysis that helped me clear up some questions lingering in my mind since I first watched the movie. Maybe in 2018. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Chanel. Drop the E, but close enough. Chanel, you have a diabolical laugh that sounds like a villain. <laughs> And I'm here for it. <laughs> Steven, spelled properly with a PH. The line about being wound up and let out of the box was amazing. I look forward to going back and listening to the previous episodes. Oh, 
Yay. <laughs> Go back and listen. Heck yeah. Let us nice. know. That was very nice of you. Thank you so much for writing. You should know that every time we get one of these, it's like a it's like a giddy little morning. What? It's like Christmas it is, morning. It's Christmas morning. Like one of us, usually you, it will be like a giddy little screenshot. Like, look what we got. <laughs> yeah, since we're in different time zones, we 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 have different like night watch shifts for reviews. So I usually take the early do. <laughs> We do. It's really funny. I'm like snoozing and I wake up every morning to like a really fun message from Stephen. Like, look. Right. In the same way that I wake up to some sort of like late night message that you sent me. <laughs> that last you night really- was just a photo of different pieces of chocolate that you were thinking about eating. <laughs> and I think I responded like, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, there they are. Hey, <laughs> smart. Yeah, I was... I was supposed to go see the French Dispatch yesterday, the new Wes Mm. Anderson, and I couldn't find parking, so I just left. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever do that? Just left. (laughs) So horrible, and I couldn't get my, like, reservation back, but oh well. I know, I switched it to tonight. We're going live on YouTube tonight as well. We will plug the pod. We will talk about it. It'll be great. Wow. Yeah. So, Practical Magic from, I think, 1998, I want to say. Right, right. Um, we'll read the production summary and then we'll get into it. Okay. Okay. Sally, played by Sandra Bullock, and Jillian Owens, who is played by Nicole Kidman, born into a magical family, have mostly avoided witchcraft themselves. But when Jillian's vicious boyfriend, Jimmy Angelov, um, dies unexpectedly, the Owens sisters give themselves a crash course in hard magic. With policeman Gary Hallett, played by Aiden Quinn, growing suspicious, the girls struggle to resurrect Angelov and unwittingly inject his corpse with an evil spirit that threatens to end their family line. Is that really what happened? I took that from the Gen- internet. <laughs> oh, I was, oh, I was about to say, I'm genuinely asking, is that what they did? I think I, I think it was already con- evil. The magic was, yeah, the magic was confusing at certain points as to what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Especially I'm glad you pulled it end. from online because then I know the it's end. right. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, because I would be like, if you came up with this, I'd really just be like, wait, is that what happened? <laughs> maybe, maybe. The last part of it was like the constant like death reawakening, death reawakening. I sort of lost track where we were. Yeah, I think what I'm taking issue with is they unwittingly inject his corpse with an evil spirit, which I get. They they do bring him back and then he becomes sort of the undead. But yeah. I'm like, wasn't he already kind of evil? He was evil, mm. but like when he wakes up on like the kitchen table again, I think That's that he's real... a little more intense. Yeah, it got turned up to like an 11. Yeah, something got crossed and he's he was acting up a little bit. So, just a little. Mm-hmm. Just a little That bit. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this movie, I, I loved it for 19, for the 1998 of it all. I just really am enjoying that, that fashion again. I thought they looked great, especially oh Nicole's they looked like really good. Pool, pool outfits and her, her skirts <laughs> that she, she was always flowing in and out and like a tank top, like a tight fitted tank. With a flowy skirt. I thought it looked, yeah. it looked very, it looked very LuLaRoe, actually. It actually did. I wanted to say, I want so much more of this for Nicole. I want more cool ant energy from her. That was awesome. 
right. just the little like the sunglasses indoors, the little tiny little <laughs> 90s sunglasses. Oh my god, and that, that red hair and the bang. Cool. She looked, I mean, they both looked amazing in this. So good. Right. Yeah. Um, so we start the movie. We start the movie <laughs> in Salem with a witch. Yes. Who's being hanged. And what I liked Strong. about what I liked about the intro was that right off the top, you don't really know what direction the tone is going to be in. But I did, I did chuckle a little bit because as they're giving this very serious narration, and you see them putting like the noose over the woman's head, they like they like twinkle over their names like Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, like right next to the woman as they're like tightening the noose. It I was know. very like. Oh. <laughs> I know. I I think if anything, the music was telling me it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be fine. It was like very twinkly and just yeah, light. The, this, the background soundtrack, not like the actual music of the day, but the background yeah. soundtrack was very like light and bright. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we're like kind of in the world of like a hocus pocus. You right. know, I was like, well, I can yeah. chill. Yeah. But, and this is, this is something I may be revealing too much about myself, but like, I'm not like a hocus pocus. I'm not a hocus pocus head either. No. I don't care <laughs> about it. And I have barely seen it all the way through. Truly. <laughs> I'm dead serious. So like. So, like, I was ready for a different Halloween energy than Hocus Pocus. And I think that this movie scratched that itch. Yeah. I, it was very adult. Well, Super you know what it was? Adult. It was very practical. And I mean that in, I know it's in the title, so it sounds like I'm being fresh. But what I'm it trying does. to say is, you, okay. You're bad. You know what it means? It, <laughs> It, for for anybody that watches QVC, around the holidays, they always do, they do, they sell Christmas gifts 24-7, right? Like anything that you could normally buy on QVC could become a Christmas gift because you could just buy the sheets and give them to somebody else. And they structure mm-hmm. their programming with like, you know, gifts for the chef, gifts for kids, whatever. And then they always have an hour, and I'm sure this is low rated, but they have an hour called practical presence, which is just like <laughs> things that do things that you, that, that you just give people like slicers like every day. Yeah. Use it every day. Yeah. Like slicers, hangers, sheets, towels, not the most exciting things, but, but items nonetheless that, that make people's lives easier. Yeah. Items I would love to receive by the way, because I hate having to buy that shit. I think it should be free. No. <laughs> Towels. So annoying. Towels. It's just like toilet paper. Yeah, like when you detergent. run Yeah, when you run out of something like that, I'm just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> That's I right. hate being an adult. It's it, yeah. It's like when you move into a new apartment and your parents get you like starter cleaning supplies, but you know immediately that once they run out, they're never gonna be replenished. I'm because- not buying new. <laughs> That's, that's happened multiple times Because it's so like, far. I'm not going to go spend money on like scrubbing bubbles. I'm going to just like. I'm just going to wing it with some water. Just keep adding water into the bottle and hoping that it it just dilutes it to the point where it still continues to work. Yeah, we have a container of Fantastic, which is great, by the way, that's just like on its last legs. And it's been on its last legs for a very for long months. time. Um, yeah, months. Yeah, but I think that's so what practical. I, it's practical and like. There, there for a movie with now the other word in the title is magic. We've been spending a lot of time talking about practical, but the other word is magic. There's two words, 
And Mm -hmm. the magic in the movie is, it's pretty light. There's not a lot of magic. Like, yeah, there's barely any, there's There's just like barely any, the majority of, of the magic. If you total up the screen time is, is their ability to stir tea with a coffee stirrer on its own. Yes. That's basically the main spell that they, that they employ. I know, and speaking of, very few spells. I would have liked to have seen a lot more. Like, even when they make their margaritas, they don't even give it a wink and a point to turn the blender on. That would have been awesome. They They just push a button, (laughs) like like a commoner. Right, (laughs) like Like anybody else. Stupid, stupid commoner like us. Right. They garden on their own. They 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 do everything on their own. They make their food on their own. Yeah, and this movie had budget for all that. So what gives? Right. There's no finger point magic. I was looking for that. I wanted some like Weasley stuff. You're a Harry Potter head, right? Like I wanted some Molly Weasley knitting needles going in the corner. No like scrunching of their nose magic. Yeah, a little bewitched action, which would have been awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I I agree with you. I'm right there with you. The only thing I could think is that they're kind of like in hiding, right? Like the whole town hates them. (laughs) I did love the town's folks. The town, the town folk. Yeah, I mean, okay, so the, the prologue of this movie is like setting up a family curse, right? So we're back in like Salem times, we're back in witchy times. The first 15 minutes move at a blistering pace. Yes, blink and you miss it. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of news right at the top. Yeah, I just go, Stephen's going to have a field day with this one. We women, the voiceover literally goes, we women have been blamed for everything. <laughs> Stephen's going to love this movie. Um it's- we love witches. Right. It was, it was, um, you know, I guess there's a lot of confusion about Salem. That, that's what I wanted and to get into. That, that's what I wanted to get into. And I because think this movie that even will... myself, I'm still a little bit confused about what exactly went down in that small town. What happened? What actually because... happened? <laughs> what, was there, were there, okay. Witches or not? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I want to feel like I want to. I hope this is like a safe space to ask. But like, like what, what, where, where there, where the witches real? Like, were they real or not? Because this movie will have you believe that they were dead. That everyone's suspicions were dead on. <laughs> well, and that okay. What? Because what I think this movie does in the first scene is it breaks this idea that a lot of other movies um, that deal with Salem witch witch business do Mm -hmm. which is that like the witch in the opening scenes does a magic trick in front of everyone which they rarely which they rarely do in like okay even think about like hocus pocus like in the first scene where they like um they bring the witches out and they hang them they hang them but there's no magic there's no magic none they just they die now their bodies That's do. That's most Salem scenes. Most Salem scenes are like, you're sad for them. You're like, they're not a witch. Don't hang them. Right. So I was sort of like, wait, she's, she's really a witch. She actually is. She escapes a hanging. Yeah. In a very like graceful way. She just like, ding, lands on her feet and she, she like runs. She lands on her feet. The other, the other pilgrims. Do we use that word pilgrims? The other pilgrim. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> the only thing I remember about the pilgrims is that, like, I don't know if your teacher made a point to tell you this, but, like, this was, like, the breaking news fact when we were in elementary school was that, like, I guess the buckle hadn't been, like, 
invented before the pilgrims. So like all like the iconography of like their buckles. There's a million buckles. You're yeah, right. Pilgrims <gasps> love buckles. And oh I guess like it wasn't it wasn't like a thing yet. So I didn't know this. I didn't know that the buckle had I don't know. Invented. My fourth grade teacher might have been lying to me. So. No, but this is really cool because every time I used to draw a pilgrim in school, I you would put like a put stupid... A <laughs> you put a dumb buckle on their fucking hat. It's like, why? And you don't need a buckle on a hat. <laughs> you don't need a buckle on a hat. It's actually it's actually one thing that you don't need a buckle on. Yeah, precisely. You can put a buckle nearly anywhere else. Right. Wrists. Yeah, if anything... Waist. <laughs> so if anything, like they looked... Like the townspeople looked very witchy, but... When she mm-hmm. when she escapes the noose, they scatter, and yeah, they're like, "Oh my god, she is a witch!" And I, and literally, I'm like, "Okay, wow." Okay, noted. So then Got she, it. they leave her on an island, and she's also pregnant. She's she's with child. We just like kind of like glaze over that, but that's cool. Yeah, she's pregnant. She's waiting for her partner to come through. He never does. Right. And it's sad. It, and it's sort of like which partner? Because as the narration also implies, she's had a few dalliances in the town. Do, do they say that? Not. Yes. They do say that? Yeah. Well, they, well, I think they imply that there is one specific partner, but like. That's they, what I'm saying. I thought it was like a true love scenario. She's with child. The true love doesn't come through. Curse. Right. With this child, there was. But they had also said that like she had been. She lives fast and loose. Fast, and especially for the time. Yeah. If we're going to stereotype women as witches, we should also stereotype them as fast and loose. Right. <laughs> we should just add that to the list. Yeah. The movie, <laughs> yeah, the movie is, is, is a very specific brand of, of feminism. Yeah. In that there's like a ton of female cast and they have a ton to do and they're like, oh, give almost nothing to the boys. And I'm like, good. That's what I, and I, I guess we'll get to the, I guess we'll get to it as we as we get to it. But my major gripe with the movie was the need to shoehorn a relationship in in the final third of the movie. It just like oh yeah didn't need it. Structurally, this movie makes me laugh. It's so <laughs> funny. It's like they spend a lot of time in the beginning. They spend a lot of time separate. Mm-hmm. They don't do like the main the main event doesn't happen until like minute forty seven. Right. <laughs> It's pretty funny. I found myself okay. constantly pausing the movie to see where we are time-wise because exactly, it was moving exactly. at very bizarre pace. The pacing was super bizarre. Like, you're we're moviegoers. You can kind of guess where you're at. You're like, okay, we've just been introduced to the problem. We're probably minute 25, 30. Like, you go check. No, no, no. It's like no. minute 47. Like, everything was like a right. little bit delayed. <laughs> All right. It was fun. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, so end of prologue, there's like a curse on the Owens family. Right. That anyone who falls in love, the husband will die. Right. Right? The man will die. The man will die, and there's a little beetle that comes around to give you a little warning that yeah, a little, the man is about that to signal. die. Exactly right. So then we cut to like sort of modern day, and we see baby Sally and Jilly, which is baby Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And it got the better of their father, that thus their mother also dies of a broken heart. Oh. Sad. 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 So sad. I wish she had been stronger. Yeah. Women need to step up. Guys, we are so kidding. Yeah. We're, we're treading so... I mean, tread lightly. We're totally kidding. 
Lest you forget, I'm a woman. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you cringing? Yes. <laughs> so, okay, I just want to cut straight to the, like, the two of them in pigtails walking up to their aunt's house. Okay. Boom. They are now entrusted to their kooky ants. Their kooky ants. And they are played by Stalker Channing, who I love <laughs> from every role except Grease. Except Grease. I was and, gonna ask you how you feel about Stalker. I love and, her. And then and Diane Weist. And the house is the house is beautiful. I love it's this like, house. Did you feel like this was Nancy Myers meets witches? I did. It was, it was except I feel like Nancy Myers would have would have had them clean up a little bit. It was a little messy inside. A little dusty. Okay, fair. Outside fair it was very Nancy Myers. Inside it needed a little pick me up. Okay. Especially the kitchen. Totally fair. But otherwise, I think it worked. <laughs> I wrote down this is like Sabrina, the teenaged witch. Yes. They're just the two of them are with their fun ants. I love the ants. They were they were nice. It I'll tell you this. I wouldn't want to live in this family. Oh, really? Why? Ice, ice cream for breakfast, not doing your mm. homework, no oh my structure. God. This these are to, things that I would hate. I know you do love structure. Um I have to bring up right here that my mom used to let my sister eat ice cream for breakfast because <laughs> my sister was really picky growing up. And my mom used to go in her best Long Island accent, she used to go, What it has milk in it. <laughs> Isn't that so good? I was like, the lack of structure in this home is is too much for me to handle. Mm-hmm. I would have loved it. Well, <laughs> sign me up. Well, it was. It's but it seemed like a fun place to grow up. Why not? Yeah, I mean, let me keep reminding you, this movie's sad. Okay, yeah. they've like just lost like their father and their mother. So right. the ants are like, they're, you know, they're like, come on, it's going to be fun here. You're going to be great. They, it seems like they, they are growing up just fine. At least they're loved. It's like a sweet little family. Yeah. And the girls are like are dancing around and they do little love spells mm-hmm. and try to, um, that was, that was so cute. She puts together the, the list of like her ideal man, baby Sandra Bullock, baby Sally. Mm-hmm. And he has one blue eye and one green. And he can flip pancakes in the sky. <laughs> cute. Very and then cute. Cut to they grow up and they're like still giggling. Like it's very like Jane, Jane Austen, like giggly, giggly. And I just wrote, How the fu- how old are these biddies? <laughs> they're like 35 now. Stop laughing. <laughs> when it does become mature, and uh, I mean, I don't know, like you're right. I don't know how old they are, but when it's when it's actually Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, it's really? it is a little confusing as to how old they are because they're they're trying to make them look younger. They are, yeah. Then they really are because these women like, will continue out. to age as the movie goes on, but it's obviously the same person. But it's like yeah. they shove these glasses like right into Sandra Bullock's eyes, and they like have her like wear her hair like scraggly in front of her face, C- kind of like yeah, like over her eyes, so like, you can't really tell. Yeah, she's like. Mm-hmm. I'm like, were they implying maybe that they're like 18 at this point? I think so. Okay, because yeah, I was I like, think, like just looked- finished high school or something like that. Yeah, I looked on IMDb. I was like, they're 34. What are you still doing here? They looked Get out. They looked older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't figure out why like th- they're not that much older than we are currently right and i'm just like why do i feel like they're so much older i don't know 
It's they just look like they have lived. They, they, well, they're movie stars, number one. Yeah, movie stars. They're like not human. And I feel like having money makes you seem older. Does that make sense? Money is the best moisturizer. So yeah. they look, they look great. And this is like, they, they clearly were trying to, I don't know what they were doing with the hair color, but I feel like what they were trying to do is that like, any woman could fit this, whether you have dark hair or light hair. You could be, I, yeah. you could be one of the girls. I love, I want to talk about this. Uh, the playing of the opposites in this movie is so like 90s, early 2000s. It's like, look, one has brown hair, one has red hair. One's like a stick in the mud. Like, hey, I like rules. I'm not going to fall in love. And the other one's like moving out with her like boyfriends and like dancing by poolside. Imagine and, if, like dressing like, all sexy. Imagine if like, like the conversations that they have with like the 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 ants with the, with the girls it's like if your mom sat you and your sisters down and was like Chanel is smart she's the smart one <laughs> you you have other gifts you'll get there that's kind of what they're like yeah but they were also Good job, Sally they were but they were also sort of saying that like Nicole Kidman was hotter like yeah. they were also they yeah. were also reminding Sandra Bullock that. Yep. Every step of the way. Every step of Even the way. Even Sandra Bullock getting like left behind as like Nicole Kim like skips off with like a boyfriend. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I know but I know before, where we're at, Hollywood. Be- wait, before she leaves, they they do that like blood sister pact. hmm That's what I yeah. Did you ever have a school assembly where they told you not to do that? We had those. I don't think we had a full assembly on it, but I remember it was definitely this part being, of like health class for us. It, it was like it was a health class, like little talk that day about don't do that. And <laughs> I remember like, I didn't at know the time, anyone that did that. I knew zero people who did it, but I do remember it being talked about, and I do remember thinking like that would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm too scared. I'm definitely too scared to do it, and I won't. Especially like, now. I, especially now, but like, imagine <laughs> I, I, this would be the fantasy. I would, be, I would sit there and be like, imagine I was the type of person that did that. I'd be cool. Yeah. I think like, that's what I thought. I think like the blood sister talk that like we got in school was very much like a generation before trying to correct its mistakes. Mm-hmm. And like, they were yes, constantly very like, don't 80s. do this, don't do this. And everybody was like, no one does this. We're like, not, we're we not, weren't even thinking we're about, even it. Thinking about <laughs> it. You're right. You're right. It's like the lessons are from a generation's past are often delayed. Yeah. So they're, they're assuming it's on our mind. So they're like, we better nip this in the bud quick, quick. before they start doing it like left, right, center. And, yeah. and we weren't thinking about it. I wasn't thinking about it until I saw the movie My Girl. Uh-huh. And they do it with like just the they just do like a drop and a drop on their fingertips. And they well, like that's normally what it looks like. This was this was too big. This of a was gash. intense. This was like cutting open your palm. Anytime someone cuts open a palm in TV in movies, I'm like, "Fucking ow! How ow. are you making this look so easy?" I mean, to cut your palm there, okay, you do a prick on your finger that that'll heal. This, Fine. I mean, look at my palm right now. I'm going to do a demonstration. You yeah, open it and you close it, right? Out. Yeah. That's that's out twenty four seven. That I don't okay, know how that doing, heals. Thank you for doing that. That was helpful because I couldn't see yeah. it when I did it. <laughs> I wanted to show you. I don't know how that heals. I don't know how you look at your own palm and cut it. How like a I, huge cut? 
I feel like you have like a system override in your brain that's like, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't think I could cut myself. I really don't think so. Not, I don't know. Yeah, not for these purposes. Not for a blood oath with my sister. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, babe. But I'm just going to have to trust that you'll come back That's without right. the blood oath. But I think the blood oath is necessary for the plot later. But it we'll, is. You know. But what's really funny is that Nicole Kidman, okay, so she does the blood oath and then she skips off with a man. Skips off with a man to go to LA, but she doesn't quite make it to LA. <laughs> she I know. makes it Where's to sunny Arizona, or, right? No, Orlando. <laughs> That was Orlando? Yeah, Are you that was kidding me. No, that was Orlando. That's where she met the guy. Oh, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> it was just like funny that like we, of all the places to end up, Orlando. Orlando, Florida. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Good shorthand in this movie. Orlando. <laughs> like cool. But they That's made, a cool spot. Yeah, they made it look kind of glamorous though when she they was made at that like spring pool break. Part. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole Kidman really, she really is on spring break the whole movie. I think that, okay, so this is our first foray for our pod into Nicole as movie star. Yeah. And she's like hitting the notes. She's hitting what she does best, which is like beautiful seductress. That's like kind of what we think of. That's the shorthand with Nicole Kidman. And the shorthand with Sandra Bullock is uptight. (laughs) It is. And kind of a nerd. And like a nerd, yeah, because we saw that with Miss Congeniality and like we'll see it again with the proposal. She's like really uptight and just like business, all business. And the production knew this. They were like, let's get those two bitches. Yeah, they were definitely playing into the perceptions of who these two women were outside of of the movie and relying on that shorthand because... Mm -hmm. Because they're both like equally stunning, and it's it's not like I know. It's they could have like, traded, yeah, and that's been what I'm fine. Saying. Like it's not like Sandra Bullock is like some pig in this movie. She looks no. great, and it's like she's so beautiful. And it's like, but but because of the shorthand we know about them, we're we're able to separate them. And Sandra Bullock can live in like a more serious world, and mm. Nicole can soak up the sun in sunny Orlando. At a pool party. And that she does, friends. That she does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So at this point, they're kind of like leading their separate lives. And like Sandra is very much like the kid that was like left behind. And Nicole is like living it up. And I feel really bad for Sandra Bullock at this point. Sally. I feel bad, but I also love the town. And I loved, I loved. I wanted to see that town. I love that they would walk around the town and like pick up their mail. And. um, It was gorgeous. I was like, where are we? The the ants dress in a very like Victorian style of clothing that I loved. It was so classic and chic and love. It loved. was classic, but like they also to me screamed old money, which I love. Like oh, they, you do love. <laughs> I love I love old money. So like this, I like what what the women in this movie never do is they never go to work, right? There's no job. Mm. There's no bank. There's no appreciate nothing. That. I appreciate, I really appreciate I that. I really appreciate that. I don't want to see any jobs. I don't want to see any jobs. Well, okay, I take that back. Sandra Bullock does try to open up um, some sort like a of like... shop. <laughs> yeah, a, an apothecary that um, sells... Makes sense. Sure, it's very on brand, but it seems like, and this is, you know, to all the apothecary owners... It seems it seems pretty light the the amount of work. She's sort of just putting bottles on shelves and yeah. 
and bossing, we never really see her brewing anything. Bossing Margot Martindale around. So there's there's not <laughs> a lot her. there's not a lot to do there. But the the ants certainly never go to work. And certainly not. There's never a plot point where the where the two ants are sitting at their dining room table, crunching numbers, being like, yeah, oh, bills, how, bills, bills, bills. Bill. <laughs> yeah, they don't sing that song from Destiny's Child. They money is not a is not a concern. I love that. Take it off the pl- take it off my plate. Take I don't want to think about it. I didn't want to think about it at all. That's where the old money does make sense too. Like you just get the sense that they've been around for hundreds of years. They've been around sitting and yeah, on they some... have money, and I enjoyed that. Totally enjoyed. Yeah, and then okay, I do have a lot of questions in this movie. Maybe you can help me. Maybe you can't. Sure. Did the ants yeah. put a spell on Sally Sandra Bullock to fall in love with that first guy? They imply that they do. Yeah, I think it's either that they put a spell on her or they put a spell on him. Yeah, because they they they. It's one of the two. two. Because yeah. as they're walking from the post office and Sandra Bullock sees this guy, she they walk under a tree. And as they're walking under the tree, the leaves kind of do like a colors of the wind dance as they flutter down. And then she meets like, Locke's eyes okay. with this apple grocer and they're off to the races. Yeah. And he says zero things in this movie. <laughs> Nothing. Well, what's funny about him is that he's introduced at minute... I don't know, nine. And by minute 13, he's dead. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler. I was, sh- I didn't remember this at all. Well, I saw it coming though, <laughs> right? Didn't I know. You? I should have seen it coming. I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. And it really did catch me off guard. You took, you took the ride. With I took the, no, when I heard the beetle, I knew something was wrong, but I yeah. just thought, wow, there's kids involved. You know, we've, yeah, they're in this deep. We're in deep. They have their own home, it looks like. Yeah, she was very happy. They had their own life. And then she hears the beetle. And I I took the ride in that moment, too. I'm like, please, please find the beetle. I'm like, kill it. But that's not going to help because not there's a gonna... curse on you guys. And she ruins the and flooring. Ruins the flooring. Did you love the little fake out? Like, you think he's going to die by, like, bike stampede? Oh, yeah, when just... the Tour de France comes through. <laughs> and, like, what's funny about this town is there's there's that essentially one street. And yeah. this street is a buzz with action in every scene. Cars, bicycles, apples, like all this apples. kind of stuff. <laughs> I love a Main Street. Main Street is like my favorite. You're right. But he's he's trying to cross the street and a bicycle stampede comes through. And you're like, oh no, this is his time. Like he's going to die right now. And someone's like, um, apple guy. And he looks and he sees the bikes and he freezes. And they all dodge him. They all dodge him. We take a collective sigh. He turns around, like gives a bow to the audience to be like, I Thank just you. did that. And before he can turn around, he gets run over by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Which is We're just laughing. so strange. <laughs> We're laughing. Not because it's like a funny thing. It, we're laughing because like that's what the movie wants you to do. Like the quirky music is still kicking on. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. It's a comedy. Like there's still being like this is a comedy. <laughs> thing, I, think. I think it's funny because it's just really unrealistic. Like imagine yeah. the smallest town you could you could you could imagine with only one street and yeah. someone getting run over on that street. The one street. It's yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. funny. 
<laughs> it's funny. It's like it, we saw it coming. You're not shocked. You're like, okay, this is what has to happen. There's a curse on these men. Wait, so the best part. Up. The best part about this romance, though, was the beginning where, as soon as she locks eyes with him, the movie cuts the original score and starts playing this kiss. This, this was so good. By this Hill. was so good. She's like in the garden, like so and- loudly. The music is like thumping from the movie. I think that they were giving a whole wink, wink, nod, nod to like modern witchy women as well because the soundtrack was a lot of witchy, like strong, powerful female artists. Stevie Nicks, Joni Mitchell. Stevie Nicks, Joni Mitchell. I I died when I heard this kiss. Um, Sally's in her garden and it just kind of like kicks on in the background. He's like in his like apple cart. I don't know. And then they run together for this kiss. And I was like, I feel like... Like, I loved we it. don't get these scenes anymore because... Yeah, it's very, like, of this time. It's very of this time. And I think, like, people today, like, when they're making movies, they're like, oh, I would never, in a song where two characters are kissing, use the song This Kiss. No, but I I'm want like, it. But I'm like, you should. You definitely should. You should. It should be a law because it, it really I'd make actually, it a law. It actually added to it in a natural way. I loved way. it. I loved it. I was beyond giddy. I was like, yes, this kiss, this kiss. But he's dead. He's dead. But he dies. He's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Sandra Bullock is, gives, oh, she's never off. She's never given a bad performance. I'll just like qualify there. But she's, I think she's just like doing really great work as always. It's super emotional. I feel so terrible for her. That's like the first point where I write, this movie's sad. It's sad. Frowny face. It's she sad. is gutted to lose him, the father of her two grown children. Yeah, they're like not babies. They yeah, are, they're not babies anymore. They are they are children. And I guess she sends some sort of message psychically to To the ants? No, to Nicole Kidman. No, Nicole Kidman sends a message psychically to her. No, because Nicole Kidman comes back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. It, that was that was actually really confusing. She comes back like once for that visit. Yeah, and then goes away again. And then Sally has to go rescue her the second time. Right. I thought this was the. Re- I thought we were at the rescue point. We're not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean Nicole yeah. Kidman comes back. She yeah, knows they, they lead you to believe they can like telepathically communicate with each other. Yeah, and they they do come back. It's really sweet. Two, they're they have a really strong sisterly connection because that that blood oath. That's right. I loved um, that the Sandra Bullock's daughters mirrored them too. That was so cute. The brown hair, red hair mm-hmm. of it all. I'm so in. It was cute. I go, I love the playing with the opposites, the wild versus boring, the redhead versus the brown hair. Um, oh, okay. Question number two of the movie. Yeah. Question number one was, did, did the ants put the curse on that – did they make them fall in love? Question number two of the movie is, does the town know they're witches or not? Or is it just like suspected and they just hate them for it? I don't know because every time they emerge in public, which seems to be something they do every day, people like run Talk. away from them or shun them or yell obscenities at them. But it seems like something they could really have just put to rest. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, so I guess it's just like a rumor in town and they're like, stay away from them. They're witches. Yeah. But they, no one knows for sure because no one's seen them do the stir thing with the co- with like a coffee stirrer. Yeah, they don't they don't make their presence known in terms of like what they can do because when whenever they're in public, they don't they don't perform magic. Like even when they're in their garden gardening, they don't do any magic. They like they just yeah exactly they just harvest. Yeah. Okay. So that was my question. I wasn't sure, but they're making like a strong point to like I isolate them and be like. These are witches. Yeah. Stay away. So they kind of live in their own world in that beautiful, beautiful house. And then I guess we can cut ahead to like the main event, right? Where Nicole, telepathically, Sandra Bullock gets like the bat signal from her sister. She's in trouble. But the call comes in and she goes, it's Jilly, picks it up. And she rush, rush, rushes to, then it's a real phone call. Yeah. Again, great opportunity to use magic and they undercut it with an actual phone call as well. That's funny. (laughs) very funny and Sandra Bullock runs to um Arizona to rescue Nicole Kidman from like an abusive relationship yeah with this guy from Transylvania who now lives in Florida and they're driving no this was this was definitely Arizona no I know but they're on a road trip they were driving around oh yeah yep um okay question number three Jimmy Angelov is he are we supposed to believe he's like some sort of like vampire because he's from that's what Trans- I thought they were he's going. From Transylvania. Or that's something. what I thought they were going with. Like, but no, but no. I think he's no. just bad. He's just bad, and he's just from there. He's just from that region. Yeah. Agree. Okay, I'm with you. So Sandra does end up rescuing her, and it is. And that's where the movie's kind of like really seriously scary, like in real life, scary. It was abusive relationship stuff. The abusive relationship was scary when Sandra Bullock gets trapped in the car with them that was mm-hmm. scary that whole scene was really tense yeah I was as like, oh they God. were trying to figure out how like how to dispose of him or well they don't want to kill him i think their original plan was to just like sedate him yeah with that then, like special witchy herb that nicole kidman had been using the whole time to get him to just like pass out right but they give him sandy ods him sandy ods him and there's like a physical struggle and it's like, it was, it was, it was kind of strange. Or they seemed a little bit confused whether they killed him or if, if he like hit himself or something like that. But he's, he's down. Yeah, no, they, he's done. And then they have the bright idea to bring him back. I would have like, just dumped the body. Just dump the body. He's bad news. <laughs> he's bad. I would just dump. Then we have like no movie. <laughs> Yeah, just like, okay, they're in his car, which we find out, like, they end up taking his car because the detective later on was like, um, that's the missing guy's car in your driveway. Like, you guys yeah. are full of I was like, you, didn't, you, know you guys what. didn't ditch that? So, like, just leave him in the front seat of the car, put the little tequila bottle in his, in his, lap. In his lap, and mm-hmm. walk away. We know how to stage a scene. We're that, witches. Yeah, that seemed pretty, that seemed pretty easy to me. Yeah, it just seemed like, um, I guess this kind of fit with Nicole Kidman's character. Like, she has a lot of bad ideas. She's like, we got to bring them back. You know that, like, friend that's, like, a bad influence and has, like, bad ideas? That's kind of what they were going for, which is, that that makes it kind of funny again. Yeah. We it, go back from really scary and sad to funny. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like they create their own problem. Like, yeah, they didn't need yeah. to do this. Mm-hmm. But I, I did want to see it. 
I did want to see it. I mean, it makes for a better movie because we still have 40 minutes left. So We have a long time. (laughs) We have quite a while left. We have a lot to kill. To kill. Yeah. Yeah, I loved this. I wanted to see that spell. Ever since we found out Sandra Bullock's first husband passed away, I wanted to see the resurrection spell, I guess we'll call it. So then they do it. Um... Not enough hijinks for Sandra Bullock. We know she's so good at her like pratfalls and being funny. Right. And at one point they have to stick like needles in his like eyeballs. And she's like, no, no, no. And I just wanted more of that. More of that energy yeah, from like, Sandra. There was, there was a great where they had to like draw like a, a diamond or something on his chest. And they only have whipped cream. Like there was a funny. Yeah, the star. The star it on like, his chest. It, 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 it didn't go all the way through. Like it would have like what I would have loved to have seen is her draw the shape on his chest and then open her mouth and then like do a little whipped cream squirt into her mouth. Yeah, she she kind of like dips her finger and then yeah. like some. <laughs> I just wrote like comedy, comedy, comedy. This was like a section for like more. Yeah, more comedy. Right. It it. I think that's the problem. Not a problem, but that's the reality. That's the practicality of straddling 19 genres. You can't really dive deep into one of can't them. Can't go deep into either. Yeah, I feel like I think I did read that the director did intend for like a darker cut, something a lot more like sinister. And then the the studio was like, no, you need to lighten this up. Mm-hmm. So I think that it was like a very, it was like a push-pull between creatives. It's hard and... though when you square domestic violence in the center of the movie. It's hard yeah. to like... You can scary. only make it so light. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be interested in the source material, too. It's a book. So that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, if he had been stealing from her or something like that, and then they want to get revenge, that is funny. Like, you can make it funny. But, like, mm-hmm. he was, like, abusive physically and mentally. It was yeah. sort of just, like... A little hard just... to root for him. <laughs> right. A little hard to be like, oh, get up, get up, get up. It was sort of just like... I hope he wakes up. Yeah. (laughs) It's like... It's like, no, he should probably just stay dead. Yeah. But Nicole Kidman's character does make a really self-aware point in that moment, too. Like, Sandra's like, no, he'll come back as something, like, evil. And, like, Nicole says something along the lines of, like, he's already bad. Yeah. (laughs) Which is true. It's true. He's bad. And I do think that the police officer, detective guy, does make a good point when he comes Mm -hmm. to investigate... He's like, it's really not up to you to decide when he gets, when he's yeah. died, when he's dead. Because Sandra Bullock's like sort of gets on her high horse and she's like, well, he was being abusive. So we decided to, what if, what if, what if he was being abusive and we just, just had to kill him? He's like, that's not really your call. Like <laughs> we have, hey, hey, I don't know if you know, we have something called the law. Yeah. He was like, um, no. <laughs> I, it took me a second pass through to realize when the cop first comes by, he does say, like, we have a victim along the highway branded, mm-hmm. blah, 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 leading us to believe that this man had branded someone before and was, like, bad, 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 which we already know he's bad. Yeah. But the cop isn't coming through being like, you killed an innocent man. The cop is coming through being like, okay, I get it. He's not the greatest. Jimmy Angelov. Right. And when he does say that, what I was sort of hoping to hear was that this man was like a serial killer. Because then I would be like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I was looking for a, 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 an unexcusable reason to murder this man. Yeah. The, the violence was enough for me, but I do agree with your earlier point of either, if you're going to play in the world of comedy, make him like a, someone who steals. Something lighter. Something lighter. 
And then if you're going to go this route, which is the route they did, then it's like the comedy is like, oh. It's hard. It's it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because it, it it is all serving what we desperately want from these two, which like, I did want that whipped cream spell scene. Like yeah. I wanted to see that play out. Right. Oh, you know what? I'm like, We know this time and time again. I'm powerless. I'm powerless against a movie star. I just want to see them be funny. Well, the, the, the saving grace of the abusive relationship is that it, it allows Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock to be in all their scenes together from here on out, which really is the best. Like that's what we want. That's what I want. When wanted. they're separated for the first essentially 40 minutes of the movie it's not Mm. as engaging as when they're what a drag as when they're together like when they go to the pta meeting oh i loved that i would have watched two hours of that i would have watched i want that that movie i would have watched that movie and like sandra bullock's sitting there and she's never chosen to be like the pta queen like top head of of the the phone tree head of the phone tree (laughs) i loved this scene nicole kidman walks in like looking like nicole kidman and she was like, oh, my God, I wrote it down. She was like, oh, hang on to your husband's girls. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was the funniest scene in the movie to me. And it was... That was so good. So good. And, well, one thing that I think the movie also sort of... Um, I guess this scene cleared up questions I had was they sort of suggest or question whether Nicole Kidman has any magical powers or if she has like if she can actually do magic of substance and in this scene she's just not as good because in the previous scenes she's sort of like where's my amulet like i i don't like this moon color and then like when she has to drug him she she sort of just like pours stuff into the tequila which like i don't i mean anybody could do that that's not magic i could do that to drug someone (laughs) so in this scene was sort of like the first scene where she actually does a magic trick and mm-hmm. she she edits all the responses so that Sandra Bullock gets to be the, the, head. the head of the PTA call chain. I loved that. And then like the last line of that scene is, that was me. That was <laughs> Which I loved. Yeah, me, I think what I got was they're just implying that she's just not as good at magic as right. Sandra Bullock's character is right. at magic. But, but it, I'm like, she's pretty good. She did a great job. She's pretty good. And... And they really are just magic tricks. Like, that's really what they do in the movie. They're it's more p- tricks. Practical it's practical magic. <laughs> it's just pra- everyday magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very everyday magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I just wish we got more of those types of scenes. So that was, like, my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. Like, a whole se- a whole little segment on... um. Even joke, practical jokes using yeah. magic would have been fun for me. I just want to see like Nicole Kidman go around town and like, like slap a butt, and then someone's like, "Hey!" and then she's like, "It was me." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just want like jokes, like pranks. Because then that scene spills over into like the other greatest scene of the movie, where like, where <laughs> I guess it's midnight. We don't know that, but it's midnight, and yeah. Nicole Kidman wakes Sandra Bullock up, so she's they like, both hear the buzzer of the blender. Tap, tap, tap. And it's midnight midnight margaritas. (laughs) That little segment was crazy. It was so good. They go nuts. It was so good. And like, again, when you get all four of the characters in the same room together, the movie really shines. I wanted so much more of that. I want to reunite this cast. Yeah. 
Um, I just want to see them living. I just want to see them live together. That was so fun. We don't have to have any of like the off-screen death creating a zombie boyfriend. No, no, no. No. Just put them in a room and give them some tequila. And it was a fun scene because they get drunk and they just talk about like fun experiences they had growing up as opposed to just like talking about some stupid guy, which was helpful. I loved this scene. Um, they truly made me believe that they're actually getting drunk. They're laughing. Great drunk giddy, Slap happy. Yeah. Oh, it was fun. Oh, it was fun. I just wrote, no rules in this movie. I can't predict a thing. (laughs) I didn't know this scene was coming. Didn't know it was coming. (laughs) Did did you get the sense it was some sort of tradition? Uh, Well, I guess. It must have been. But I was. Like some ritual? It was just sort of like, okay, if the if 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 the tradition is midnight margaritas, if we're playing by the rules, you know, they couldn't have been doing this that long. That long. They're not <laughs> I mean, were they doing midnight margaritas when the when the girls were kids? Brownies and ice cream for breakfast, margaritas at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> They're nine. It was like maybe it was a maybe it was a recent tradition. Yeah. I just like at the inception of that scene when they start dancing and they come down for the margaritas I was like oh we're gonna get some like witchy potion they're all gonna drink it in a margarita it's gonna be fun and it's like no they were just having regular margaritas they're having regular margaritas from what we find out is tequila that was left on the porch and I guess what we're learning now is that the guy that they brought back to life and then killed again left the tequila there put it there but it wasn't that's what they wanted you to assume it wasn't poisonous tequila because they're fine well that was the other thing it had that like herb in it that they used to like kill him the bell whatever yeah bell something but they're fine but they didn't die so immediately after that scene i was like oh my god they're all gonna they're gonna have to do some sort of anecdote potion yeah like they're gonna have to professor snape it up antidote what did I say? Anecdote. Anecdote. <laughs> okay, so they're going to do an antidote. They're Sorry, God. Everyone at home is like, thank you, Steven. Yeah. She's fucking stupid. An anecdote potion. <laughs> they had to do an antidote. I, this movie just kept me guessing constantly. I was like, okay, cool. Now we're going to see Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman come together and do an antidote so they all don't die. And yeah. Everyone was dead fine. Everyone was fine. I mean, they have, they're hungover the next day, but they're not I know. in critical medical condition. Yeah. Now, question number, I don't know at this point. Yeah. The ants that same night decide they have to leave. Where? They just are like, oh, we have to go. Remember? Yeah, but where? Oh, I don't know. Okay. They must have had a summer home. Yeah, I don't remember where they were going. I remember they They kind leave. of don't say. They just go to the two um, Sandra Bullock's daughters and they're like, uh, we're going to be gone. Um, tell mom to clean up her own mess. And then they leave. Hmm. So they, they kind of like by their witchy sentences know something's up. They know that the, the girls have done something. Yeah. And they're starting to catch on and they just Maybe up they're and like leave. letting them figure it out on their own. Yeah. That was another confusing moment. I'm like, no. Keep yeah. them around. <laughs> right, right, right. But okay, they're gone. <laughs> All right. I have no choice but to accept this plot. So yeah, they're gone. it's sort of like um, I didn't even notice it. Yeah, because you blink and they're kind of back too. They come back at the right time, at curiously <laughs> the, perfect the, time. the perfect time. But they they yeah. leave, and then as soon as they're gone, a new character appears. 
mm-hmm. who is the detective. Who, so we think, well, he is a detective, but it's just sort of just like, what? <laughs> what? Why? Who cares? I mean, his, yeah. uh, when I saw him, I didn't feel the way that Sandra Bullock feels about him. I know. That is another point. Wasn't doing where it for me. He didn't do it for me either. <laughs> <laughs> didn't do it for me. That was like another point where scary scary you've killed somebody a cop is on your tail right oh my god and then what the movie is just showing us is sandra bullock loves him right away right away i just love him they did it with like and i guess the point sort of is that like this was a spell that they had put into motion like this was essentially like she was going to fall in love with him anyway yeah she had called him i had forgotten about that and i just like forgot i just I guess on this is really a, a good example of like sometimes things on paper don't always look the same in real life. He just like wasn't <laughs> what I was expecting based on that sketch that we had yeah, in war. Based on her her bullet points. This is not, you know Yeah. What is the expression? The parts are greater than the whole. It was sort of yeah. like it didn't work. <laughs> some of the parts was greater than some of the whole. When yeah. we saw the whole package, I was like, okay. Yeah, maybe you need to go to the Apple store because we need to also, get Also, what? weird package to have him in. The person who can put you in jail forever if he finds out you murdered somebody. Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right. Um, I wrote, you could tell me that I could wake up from a fever dream and you could tell me this movie was Hope Floats and I would believe you. Ooh, I want to watch that. Did you ever that. see Hope Floats? <laughs> no, but now I want to. <laughs> the vibes are beyond the same. Yeah. If he is a police, well, okay, I have to keep saying, I keep saying that if he is, he is a detective. His detective skill, he's very unprofessional. Like he spends a lot of time with them. He he sits down for breakfast. For breakfast. Where he's almost killed. And he seems to have a real easy time putting aside work for pleasure. (laughs) Does that make sense? He does. He shelves this murder investigation murder investigation for breakfast for breakfast pretty quickly yeah and that's where i would say he and then he like gets frustrated with the girls he's like just let me remind you too you guys are on thin ice with me <laughs> thin ice and i was like you've been sending really mixed messages like mixed you were just signals. you were just having pancakes and having a good time but now that you're like a little bit frustrated because you saw a toad spit up a ring, which shouldn't even mean anything to you, you're going to lose your mind. It was Jekyll and Hyde with this man. Let me tell you, I was like, you got to pick a lean man. Either you love her and her family and her children and you want to cook them breakfast every day for the rest of your life. Or not. Or you're going to put their mother away from murder. But like, you got to pick. <laughs> Just pick one and let us move on. I would. I did love that sequence only because it brought us cool Aunt Nicole. Oh yeah, she's making the potion with the the girls, with the girls. to keep him away. Yeah, and they put it in the syrup for the for the pancake breakfast, and then the girls intercept it and toss it in the lake. <laughs> they toss it in the lake. It's like okay. And Sandra Bullock's like, oh, they must have not wanted us to have that syrup. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Truly wanted more laughs in this movie, was but that, like, was, that was a good one. Yeah, like he didn't giggle or laugh at all. It was, was like, like, looked at her Look like, at these witches. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, I wrote, this is quirky. It is. It was quirky. It was very, again, tonally, we're all over the place. 
we are all over. Because, okay, so then this next, like, as we're wrapping up the movie, there's just segments of, like, him, basically the prophecy is coming true. Like, the bullet points that she wrote out, he is becoming that. So his favorite shape is a star, and he's got the star badge. Okay. Right. Oh, right. And um, he can flip pancakes in the air. Who can't, by the way? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Someone had to say it. Who can't? Who? And if you can't, can't? just practice on your own, and you'll be good at it in two minutes. Yeah, you don't even you don't need a tutorial. You don't need lessons. You'll you'll do it. It's Get pretty a intuitive. Pan. It's pretty intuitive. Yeah, a nonstick pan and just make sure it's cooked and you're fine. <laughs> yeah. But he flips pancakes in the air in the shape of a cactus, which I was like, all right, mm, that, yeah, weirdo. So many of them don't get eaten. Is he a witch? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is he a, a warlock? warlock? <laughs> Maybe. And then so like things are coming true, and then the one eye, blue eye, one green eye will come later. But okay, so she runs to him to like tell the truth. Yeah, and she sort like, of starts you should with get a like, lawyer. She starts with like, I might have a friend who might have killed somebody. What would you do in that scenario? And then she drops it and just then, sort of tells the truth. And he's like, get a lawyer. Yeah, he's like, we need to pause this recording right now. You need to get a lawyer. But then wait, am I wrong? They kiss right after this? Yeah, she's like, I'm not getting a lawyer. And I want you so bad. Yeah. She didn't say that. I, I, yeah. I forget what she says, but. They're just staring into each other's eyes. He's got her again, backed against a wall. And then all of a sudden they're. Kissy time. Yeah. Smoochin. I was like, (laughs) he takes her to the bed. Yeah. I did enjoy before this scene where Nicole Kidman was like flirting with him and it wasn't landing. It was pretty funny. I don't even remember that. Yeah. (laughs) I was probably eating that chocolate bar that I told you about. But yeah, like before Nicole Kidman <laughs> knows that like this guy matches up with who Sandra Bullock was looking for and she knows he's a detective, I th- she like thinks that she's going to like flirt her way out of it, but it, it wasn't landing. Yeah, hoe it up. Get him away. <laughs> the movie says that, not me. Right. <laughs> That's that. I'm not making that up. Yeah, so, but Sandra Bullock like kind of is like, we can't do this. We can't. And she like runs away again. Um, is oh because she gets another bat signal from her sister. Her sister is unwell. Nicole right. Kidman has has now been possessed by the evil spirit of Jimmy Angelov. Right. Right. When she comes back to the house, the kids are running downstairs screaming. Mm-hmm. And as scary, she scary. as she goes up there, <laughs> she definitely looks she looks possessed. She doesn't look good. No. And I love possessed Nicole. I want to say the, the straggly hair, the crazy eyes. I'm in. She looks so she fun. Did great. I didn't know that he was going to come, which sort of bummed me out because as yeah, soon I'm as Cinder like, gets to the top, he he emerges with the gun drawn, and I was like, mm-hmm. no. And yeah. um, they restrained her pretty easily, I would say. Yeah, and then very quickly after that, the ghost of Jimmy kind of like materializes. And everyone's like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking. I can't even begin to, I can't even begin to unpack what the cop thinks. Is he like, this is Jimmy, they're innocent? Or is he like, this is a ghost? Or is he like, this is a zombie? I, I don't even know. Who knows? I think what we're finding in this moment of silence is it doesn't entirely matter. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> but she's still possessed. She's still possessed. They're unsuccessful. Yeah, 
But she's pretty easily restrained. They sort of just put her into a chair. Mm-hmm. And... They, I think at this point the ants are back, right? The ants they come, come back, back and they're like... To help. Right in the nick of time. And they decide that they need a little bit more support. They need a... Coven. Coven. I loved that exposition. We need a coven. Nine, but 12 is better. Do you have any friends? <laughs> Cue PTA phone chain. PTA Loved. phone chain, thank God. Loved. All the Loved women it. come over with their brooms. That was so Someone funny. Someone brings a dust buster because <laughs> she doesn't have a broom. I loved this sequence. We knew where it was heading, yeah. but it was just funny. They're doing their little spell in a circle. They got the brooms. Um, and then wait, at one point, does somebody go, let's sweep them out or something? Yeah, well, wait, after, after they, so they, they form the circle, they... They do the spell, they cast her out, they cast the spirit out, and then as like the spirit is like settling nearby, Margot Martindale like leads the charge and she's like, let's sweep them out, ladies. Let's sweep and they them out, all ladies. Use their brooms to sweep out the dust of the the spirit out the that front was door. Which was so really funny. cute. If we're gonna play with any like sort of like witchy female tropied stuff, I love the broom. I love a broom reference. Sweep them, ladies. At one point, somebody goes like through the kitchen, and I'm like, "That's right, ladies, through the kitchen." <laughs> now I have another question for you. Uh-huh. Where did that pot of like potion water come from? That pot of tomato sauce that they just dump out in the yard. That's kind of how they like wrap wrap it up. They're like. They sweep outside, and then all of a sudden, oh. the ants come out with this big cauldron, this oh. big pot. No, they were making that in the when the ladies first come over. They were, st- oh, they were. Oh my god! And like Stalker Channing, like made a comment. <laughs> She's like, "This is how it's supposed to smell," because like the, the women were like, <laughs> "Oh, all right, completely yeah. forgot about that." So that was just their way of like really cleaning up that portion of their lives yeah because like, i think it's sort of like when they when they initially buried the body he came back so i guess they needed to do like step two which the girls forgot yeah this is like a closure ceremony yeah so they dump that pot on his like grave site and he's done he's cooked jimmy is no longer yeah power because you believe it does oh i wrote down some quotes i'm like reading my notes right now <laughs> She talks about his badge and she goes, it only has power because you believe it does. <laughs> it's your amulet. I was like, oh my. I was like, wow, this is a this is a before it's time takedown of modern policing. Oh. Your badge only has meaning because you believe it does. Oh. You're only, you're only important because you believe it. Oh. I was like, okay. Okay, I'm going to have to think about that. But yeah, so I just, um, yeah, I wanted to know where the potion came from. Well, now that's cleared up. Oh my God, when they called the coven together, one of the ladies goes, Sally just came out. (laughs) I loved that. (laughs) The, it was a really nice bonding moment. And I think what I liked about this scene is that it also sort of suggested that these women in the town might also have a little bit of magic in them. A little witchiness in them. Since they're ladies. Yeah. And that, now was, I that can, was sweet. I can hear some Practical Magic fans being annoyed at us at this point. Um, the thing that really banishes the spirit from Nicole is the blood oath. 
right? Like it's kind of sad and scary again. They're 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 laying on the floor, the two sisters and Sandra Bullock. Sally is like, Jilly, stay with me, stay with me. And Jilly's like, No, he wants me. And she's like, About to die. Yeah. And then don't they they blood oath clap hands again, mm-hmm. and the past and the present fuse together, and they they the power of sisterhood <laughs> saves them, right? Yeah, That's that was supposed n- to get? nice to see your body convulse as you said sisterhood. Me, a sisterhood. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really passionate. It, is about, listening. Sis- it is about sisterhood for sure. Yeah. This is a movie about sisterhood. And I just wrote The Sister's Love Releases That Curse. Mm-hmm. Truly, where did the potion come from? You've cleared that up for me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, and then that ending scene. <laughs> then it's an ending that- scene. This is like the really only Halloween reference that we get. But... Mm-hmm. Everyone in the town comes to the house to watch children dance dangerously high on the home with minimal guardrails. And Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock are up there too in the cheapest witch costumes you've ever seen. (laughs) A Party City special. Truly a Party City special. And hats hats as big as their wingspan. Yeah. Truly. Celebrating being together. Being together, being women, being out. They're out and proud witches now. The town, it's not a secret anymore. <laughs> it's not a secret. So If it ever was a secret, yeah, we don't know. Right. Before, everybody just knew they were witches. Now they know and they're okay with it. Yeah. Now they know they're witches. Right. It, it but is. They, but they know, no. It's essentially what the movie is, is it's a critique of don't ask, don't tell. Because we see. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we see in the early section how that doesn't work. Nope. And no, because they can't be truly themselves. They can't be it themselves. holds them back. And you need the power of like that coven to to make real change in this town. Right. So yeah. once they move beyond Don't Ask, Don't Tell, the town is able... The town of, I guess, I would say about 30 people live in the town. They mm-hmm. all get over it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, repealed Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Right. Saves lives. <laughs> That was good. That was that's a really good read on it. Yeah, honestly. that's that's good what job. it's about. Yeah, because this is this is a podcast where we really do try to like deep dive. Like we're we're asking the hard hitting questions. Like we're not doing surface level analysis. And yeah. like that, we that like works. to contextualize the movies with what was going on legislatively at the time. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's it's really helpful. <laughs> helpful for me. Yeah. Yeah, and then she's with cop, right? She like Sandra Bullock gets to like. Retire with cop, and he goes. I don't. Curses are like she's like. I can't be with you, and he's like. Well, curses are only real if you believe in them. And he's like, and I don't believe in them. He had said that at some point. Yeah. So, my last and final question is: Was this curse ever real? <laughs> On the family. Yes. Like, was it only real because they believed in it? No. It was, it was real. real. It was a real curse. <laughs> it was real. And then the curse is broken simultaneously with the blood oath. Right. I think so. Okay. Or well, I can get on board. In the next scene, I can get on board with that. <laughs> yeah. Or in the next scene, that that beetle comes and then he sings, dead. sings like a canary. Yeah. Either way, honestly, even if he does die in the next scene, they'll be fine. They don't really need him. The movie has told us that we'll be fine. They will be fine. So so is the movie score. Even if, even if the beetle comes around and kills this detective boyfriend that she's met for two hours now. It'll be fine. 
Yeah. Well, she knows it's meant to be. She summoned him. He's her one and only. He fits all the bullet point criteria, which could be another another win for manifestation. Yeah, ladies. She's, she's <laughs> yeah, ladies, get your secret boards out. We know women love a vision board. Yeah. She secreted him and he came to be. <laughs> she did. She's like, she looked at that list every day and was like, you're coming to me. Manifestation. And he's here. Manifestation. Yeah, happily ever after. I guess this is a rom-com. It's, it's, um, I don't know what it is. It's, it's a rom-com. It it's scary at parts. It's a family drama. It's um, a coming of age story in some points. Yes. It's it's a uh, a witch movie at some you know points. What? It's a small business like, movie. It's like a bicycling women, movie. Oh, what? It's an apple selling, an it's apple an peddling apple movie. It's a pro- like small women, town movie. What? Like women. Coastal town. Um, <laughs> Oh my God, let me get my, I'm, I'm trying to formulate my joke. Victoria. It's like, it, it, this movie is multifaceted, not, not one dimensional. Oh. Like the, it is multifaceted like the women in your life. They are more than one thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like you can, you buy the one Barbie doll, but then you can buy the clothes for the different careers and it, it'll, it'll fit her, Right. All right, well, you just took my very feminist message and you made it about a Barbie doll, but I guess Barbie's feminist now, so. She is. She really is because they've made her more inclusive. Yeah, yeah, and she can do all this. I saw that jobs. documentary, Tiny Shoulders. Catch it. It's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right after LuLaRoe. Yeah. <laughs> hit up Tiny Shoulders. I could see Stalker Channing and Diane Weiss characters becoming LuLaRoe salespeople. They'd be good at it. They'd be really good <laughs> They would be like the top people. They would be like the district managers. I mean, we've been dancing around this idea, but I want a sequel. I want these characters back in that house. I would do a sequel and I would do a prequel where it's just focusing on Stalker Channing and Diane Wiest as they like nap. Like I would, I want to see them buy that house and like ingratiate themselves in the town and- I think that this idea of having a movie with like so many different tones is fun. It just, mm-hmm. I think if they eliminated the domestic violence, it would yeah. really just make everybody relax. <laughs> yeah, breathe a little sigh of relief. I want to play in this world again. They did a great job setting up a world. I mean, if this if this movie existed solely to just introduce us to that world, I'm so in. Yeah. And give me more. And I want more. I'm just happy that... I'm happy that there's an alternative to something like Hocus Pocus or something that's so like so mm-hmm. severely Halloween. Um, yeah. That if it did feel super refreshing to watch this as opposed to as opposed to Hocus Pocus. Yeah. To get like ser- a little seriously analytical for like a hot sec, I loved what this did for witches. It's it's like it's not just like camp. Yeah. It's not just jokey. It's like, no, what if witches were just like your neighbor? Right. They deal with real, I think that must be what the novel's about. Like, I, I don't quote me because I haven't read it. But yeah. I feel like this movie served to be like what the the premise of what if your neighbors were just witches? Right. What if? And, that's, and then they deal with the regular everyday practicality 
for, for these characters, being a witch is almost as unique as having red hair. Like it's almost mm-hmm. like on the same level. It doesn't change anything about yeah. their characters. Like Sandra Bullock has brown hair and she's also a witch. But like neither yeah. characteristic is more defining of her, of her character. It's yeah. just like you know, something about them. You know how sometimes like modern critique of like movies with an agenda will be like, okay, the character's gay, but it's not all they are. So stop making movies where like that's just it. Like that's the thing. It's like the character can just live their life and also be gay. You know what I'm saying? So by the transitive property, which we love on this channel, yeah, <laughs> it's like being witches is just one part of them. Yeah. They're more than that. Yeah. And the whole movie doesn't have to be about them being witches. It's about like friendship and sisterhood. And right. Living life in this cute little tiny little coastal town of 30, you know? Mm. Mm. All right. How do we feel about that as like a, a ribbon tied up? I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm usually right. Oh? Practically <laughs> oh, speaking, I, sure. Practically speaking, I've had to apologize a few times on this channel already. Yeah. So. <laughs> You've made me. <laughs> okay. I mean, do you have anything else to add for Practical Magic? No, I think that's, you know, I think if you're a, a, you've had enough of Hocus Pocus, this is a great, this is a great alternative. Yes, I do want to leave you with that. Good idea. If you're done, if you're like through with Hocus Pocus, please pick this up. Right, for sure. We found it streaming for free online. Right. But we're not going to tell you where because maybe legally that might be an issue. You can rent it from any of the major streaming providers. YouTube, mm-hmm. Amazon. Don't rent it. I bought it on Amazon. Did you? It was on sale. Okay. Probably because of the season. Yeah, it was like seven bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and for the score alone, I've really enjoyed this score. It's the same guy who did Polar Express. How cool. Oh, that makes sense. That does, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, of course, as always, guys, don't forget to rate, review, five stars, please. Why would you put anything other than a five star on Apple Pods? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. I don't even know why it's an option, honestly. If you have feedback, message us or like put it somewhere else, please. Yeah. But we know you don't have feedback. No. All right. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye, Steven. Bye.